0: to two married lesbians discuss an lgbtq plus book each month that highlights the queer human condition as they use connection and humor to relate the issues to us as a queer community she's anna and she's miranda i am and we're two married lesbians we are and we're all queer here right welcome back it's been a minute for us but the same amount of time for you
1: happy august
0: yeah happy happy august august goodness this year
1: it's been a lot it's been a lot it's been a lot this summer we won't get into it but we're having feelings
0: we're having big feelings big feelings in a lot of ways many of them involving therapy Mm -hmm. and lots of talking and cathartic therapeutic
1: tasks about the house and more specifically my shop exactly so we're going to kick off august with i wish you all the best publishers weekly suggests this title for ages 14 and up and kirkus review mirrors that age range but it is our belief that parents have the final say in what reading material is appropriate for their children author mason deaver is non-binary and uses they them pronouns also found this tidbit on their website this is their this was their first book they have more now and it was an instant bestseller, being nominated for the Goodreads Choice Award and winning Pink News's Best Young Adult Book Award, as well as being named one of Cosmopolitan's 100 Best YA Books. And I think this is one of the first, this is the first book I ever read with a non-binary main character. That's awesome. Not, I don't think with a non-binary character. I think I've read books where they were auxiliary characters, mm-hmm. but this definitely was the first And I, with a main character who is non-binary, and I thought, why are there not more like this? I, I agree. We need more. Come on, Mason Deaver. We need more. Just keep pumping them out. I mean, they've written a few since, but we just, I mean, and other people, calling on other people to also do this work. Absolutely. Well, I mean, this brings
0: up the topic that I'm always really passionate about is when you get through that door, hold that door open, let more people in. Because the more that we can encourage and include diverse voices, the better it is for everybody. I, I, there's no downside to diversity. You just get to enjoy either views that are different from yours, or you get to kind of see yourself reflected back in ways that you hadn't before. And I think that's so powerful. Um, it definitely, it wasn't like, like you said, well, and as our cat said just now, Uh, But like you said, it wasn't the first book I read with a non-binary character, but it was definitely the first book I read with the protagonist as a non-binary character. And that was really awesome. Um, I think one of the things that struck me the most was I loved how the author set up the beginning of the book because you didn't get any context for what that coming out journey was for mm-hmm. Ben, you just knew that Ben was like, "Hey, this is who I am. I don't want to hide who I am from the people I love the most. I want to tell you, even though they were really nervous."
1: It played it very much like a screenplay.
0: It did. It did because you're I like another
1: book that should be a movie. And I just <laughs> thought I, I could really see this. Like in that moment, you're seeing like what kind of parents they are, no matter what they've done before, because sometimes mm-hmm. that's what it comes down to. It doesn't matter how much. Those parents have loved you and taken care of you and supported you up until then. That's the moment that, like, they're gonna either be on your side, make it or break it. Yeah, make it or break it. They're gonna be on your side or they're gonna choose the the path of of you know kicking you out. Which I I'm glad that they wrote about them being kicked out because that happens so often. And I've got some got some numbers for you. To, okay. Um, is there not gonna be good numbers? No, no it's sorry. not sorry. Like
0: numbers of puppies in a room? No. <laughs>
1: Can we do that one? I like that one. According to the Trevor Project, overall, 28% of LGBTQ youth reported experiencing homelessness or housing instability at some point in their lives. That's a big number, so let's take a minute. And then um, homelessness and housing instability were reported at higher rates among transgender and non-binary youth, including 38% of transgender girls slash women, 39% of transgender boys slash men and 35% of non-binary youth compared to 23% of cisgender LGB, LGBTQ youth. Oh, I got it. Yeah, so we were there's like more than 10% we difference. We were including
0: sexual identity and right. gender identity. Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, another study mentioned that half, so this was a shocking statistic. This was a shocking statistic. Another study mentioned that half of the 4.2 million homeless youth identified as LGBTQ. Wow. Um so yeah so there's those are my depressing numbers but I think what's important with these numbers Uh is you know educators out there recognizing homelessness getting Mm -hmm. them into a shelter getting them into a program Mm -hmm. Um, if you know someone or your friend has been homeless or you know they're like I'm not homeless I'm just couch surfing if you don't have a permanent address to get mail at you are homeless
0: yeah and you, you need everybody needs help sometimes and there's absolutely nothing wrong with reaching out and asking for help it's not showing signs of weakness it's saying hey my parents failed me
1: i need some community help i like need, we're all I need you. my community it takes a village to raise a child
0: mm-hmm. well and this is this is why I, I i firmly believe this is that nugget of truth well it's not a nugget of truth I mean, if we're talking about like origins here, this is like a giant Thanksgiving turkey of truth. Uh, the, this is why chosen family is so important to the queer community.
1: I have because, a note on that. I'm going to skim to find it.
0: Yeah, because this this sort of thing, while it has happened less over the years, which, okay, great, we're moving in the right direction. Those numbers are still ridiculous. Those numbers should not exist in in double digits well they shouldn't exist at all
1: but it Um, should be like one or two percent
0: yeah yeah you know just like in line with the rest of homelessness Mm -hmm. you know but half half that's 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 too much and i i would hazard a guess that our cat is very passionate about that as well don't know if you can hear her chiming in um but i would hazard a guess that many of our queer community that are you know, uh, part of other marginalized groups mm-hmm. that that statistic swings even higher. Absolutely. And, um, you know, uh, yet another example of how those intersectional identities kind of play into our experiences in the world.
1: Um, the note I had on the chosen family was their friend Miriam, mm-hmm. who's a vlogger and is also non-binary. And I was kind of hesitant at first. I was like, okay, is it really a friendship? Cause like, it's a blogger, and they're a fan, and then I saw that they like they actually text, like they're true. Mm-hmm. Like it's it is possible, like they're true friends, and like I've never had that experience where I was just friends with someone online. I've always met up with people in person, but today's youth, you know, obviously you use caution and be careful meeting people online. But you know, they Facetimed and did all that, and they're mm-hmm. just friends and yeah. supporting, and they were truly. Uh, Miriam, they were, they so were both there they. but Miriam was truly supportive of Ben, ben. Mm-hmm. and I just loved that they wore a hijab, mm-hmm. and
0: and so those the again talking about that intersectional mm-hmm. part of who you are, that's so important because And I loved
1: when they met each other at the end. It was, it was I just beautiful. loved that tie in. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Well, <laughs> you probably read the book by now. It's Okay, it so let's talk about um. Do we want to talk about anything else about the coming out? Because I think it was very shocking.
0: Yeah, I I did want to talk about that a little bit more Mm -hmm. because, and I I was starting to kind of touch on it, and then we we took a a path. Because
1: it is the impetus for the fallout, It is. It is.
0: It's basically, it's kind of that whole setup. I think the brilliance behind the way Deaver set this up is they had us as the reader, because you know, as a reader, you don't you don't know what somebody's identity is. You don't know what their journey is. You don't know where they've been, where they're going, all that. But the brilliance in the way Deaver set it up is here's a character. And we're like, cool, this character's, I, I like him already, this Ben. And then you get this, hey, here's a coming out. And you're like, cool, I know about this. I'm part of the queer the community. China. I know about it. I've done it or maybe you're in that part of your journey where you're leading up to it. Right. But all of us are familiar with the concept of coming out, regardless of what our identity is and regardless of whether we have multiple identities, we had to come out as, um, is especially, again, the more intersectional identities that you have, sometimes that results in multiple coming out portions of your journey. In addition to us all coming out constantly throughout our lives. Um, but, that concept, it was very unifying because all of us could be like, I understand. I, I I understand the feeling. I understand where they're coming from. I understand their fears. I understand that they wanna just get this, get this over with so that they can feel whole with themselves and with their family. And then you don't even find out what the coming out was at that moment. You just immediately jump to worst case, scenario. well, maybe not worst case scenario. So I mean, some folks can have even worse coming out, but like a very bad scenario where Ben is now wandering around with no shoes, in the cold, mm-hmm. with no phone, like no resources. And
1: that's how desperate they yes. were to leave that house.
0: Yes. Well, or I mean, just to be forced out that they couldn't even get their stuff. That's true. Um, I know,
1: why wouldn't you let your kid pack a bag?
0: Well, I mean... At the point that you're forcing your child out. pack
1: it for them. Like, here's mm a... Shoes are a must.
0: I know. Well, I've heard... I've heard, you know, coming out stories where somebody's... Like, their entire belongings were literally, like, shoved out a second-story window onto the front yard, and all they had was what they could pick up out of the yard. Um, I mean, it's just... All of it's tragic. There's no need to scale it up or down. If your parents do not continue to actively love you and support you and take care of you when you come out they have failed you period full stop mm-hmm. they have failed you in in a moment where you wanted to share who you are in a time that can be incredibly scary especially when you're at an age where you require you need safety you need financial help all of it
1: and like they're in the they're deciding if they're going to go to college or not like Mm -hmm. that's like the next life it's a crossroads it's a huge crossroads and i think too like people who are like well i'm not okay with gay people so don't have a gay relationship but don't prohibit their rights and don't be rude if your kid comes out don't be a jerk yeah Uh, i'm not okay with transgender people so don't transition yeah that's not for you no one
0: is making you do no one's
1: making you do that i'm not okay with non-binary it's not hard to use they, them. I got used to it. Yeah. Well, it's not hard. People were like, I see this all the time because I'm, I'm a former English teacher. So I'll see, you know, former people share stuff and then I'm like, oh, I guess I need to unfriend you. Um, <laughs> of if you're using they, them for a single person, you shouldn't be an English teacher. And it's like, we as an English language don't have a good third pronoun. It is never okay. Sorry, it. The word is never okay to describe a human, um, or an animal without an with a name. I didn't know that. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Anyway, um, so that homeless dog probably has a name. Don't call it a it. But um like, just just don't be a jerk. Don't be a jerk. Just accept them and try to wrap your head around it. And you know, there are P flag meetings. There mm-hmm. are other programs and there's so much out online mm-hmm. so much out there online <clears throat> that you can look for and you know I think you know when we talk about um, coming out um, a lot of the questions I've gotten over the years have from students has been when is the best time to come out or how do I know when to come out yeah. not just how do you come out and I I often say like it just depends how comfortable you feel with your parents. Like, I don't know that relationship. You're the only one who can say that. Yeah. If you have siblings, I would try talking to them first. That's something yeah. I wish I'd done before I came out. I didn't trust my sister. I was I was nervous she wouldn't keep it to herself. Um, but I often said, like, if you're worried, you know, that something bad might happen, you might just wait till you graduate.
0: Well, th- and that's the thing is... Because you and I have had not only different coming out experiences, but they were also very separated uh, as far as points in our life. When I came out, there wasn't really a danger for me. There wasn't really a. I wasn't.
1: Yeah, your husband wanted to stay with you. Actually, yeah, he yeah. wasn't threatening to leave you. Yeah,
0: it was it was a weird thing. But if bottom line, if you're questioning whether it's safe to come out. If you are currently dependent upon your parents for financial assistance for school, if you're currently dependent upon your parents for safety, err on the side of caution, wait, be safe because, and if you absolutely. If you absolutely have to get out, you can't wait, and there's a very high likelihood that your parents are not going to take it well, and you're not going to be able to be supported and and be loved where you are, then build a community, whether it's someone locally, whether it's a group of, of, of strangers that then become friends, or even, I mean. Like in the case of the book, like if it becomes like a virtual community that you can kind of build off of where it's like, I mean, with the examples of, um, you know, Miriam here in this book, if things had, you know, transpired the way that they did for Ben and Ben didn't have a sister that they could count on, yeah, there are things like GoFundMe where somebody can set up something to try to raise enough money to get you a bus ticket to get you to safety. To, you know, get those sorts of things in place just in case before you do it.
1: I also want to mention about coming out that you have the right to decide who to come out to. Yes. And where you are out. And I think that's something that doesn't get talked about a lot. And I liked that Thomas, uh, Hannah's husband, asks Ben if they want to be out at school. And they say no. But even though they don't want the he him pronouns they kind of like deal with that Mm -hmm. but thomas is very cautious when he uses pronouns he keeps saying ben ben not not he which i thought was great when he's talking to the principal. when he thomas is talking to the principal yeah um but i just want to put this out there because like i said it's not often talked about and i just love that it was included that people get to decide where and when they come out absolutely and that is their choice and and you know, forcing them out or outing them like that. That's not okay.
0: Not even if you are meaning well, mm-hmm. it's not okay.
1: Oh, it would be better in the long run. It's not your decision it's to make. It's not
0: your decision to make. You don't know someone's circumstances in the rest of their life. But I will never forget the time that my...
1: Yeah, I remember this.
0: I know. Yeah. My anniversary was published and...
1: You were engaged to this hot piece. <laughs> I,
0: mean, <laughs> I was engaged to this, this wonderful woman and... Fiance, which can you say it one way, but it can be spelled two separate ways depending on if we're talking about a female or a male fiance. It
1: must a lot of people don't know that.
0: Why can't we have a non-binary version, like a neutral version of fiance? Well, the Let's point was that, that it
1: didn't. It wasn't the feminine The point feminine was version. that it
0: made it sound like I had a male fiance, therefore erasing my identity as a gay woman, and that was very upsetting.
1: That stuff matters. It
0: does matter. And I know that the person who wrote it knew I was gay. And I know that they didn't
1: mean it that way. Just like when Thomas asks, it was not Thomas. He doesn't, does he ask about the name? I don't think so. But um, was it, was it Ben's sister? Hannah asked later. um, And they said, no, I've just always been Ben. I hadn't really thought about it. But some people are very clear, like, this is the name I want. Mm -hmm. And I know that, like, depending on how young students are, they might, or kids, they might change their name. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, if you had to pick a whole new name for you, you're not probably going to get it right on the first time. I know I wouldn't.
0: I'm notoriously terrible at naming uh, pets, uh, things. Sometimes you name a car or whatever. Mm -hmm
1: yeah, if I had had to pick a whole other name, I mean, because you can't change it so you're 18 anyway, which I know Ben is close to, but I just thought that was really interesting that so many of these topics were thrown in there Mm -hmm. purposefully, obviously, Mm -hmm. like not thrown in. That sounds like it was Cavalier, but like very very purposefully put in there at times when you're like, oh yeah, like I thought about that. And then I just, it just kind of became this, this book when I read it and I just, I loved it. Um... I did recommend it to a student mm-hmm. um, because I, I didn't, ha- they wanted a, a book on, they said either transgender or non-binary. And I said, oh my God, I just finished this book from the <laughs> I, I just finished it. I still had it in my bag. And I said, and it was high school and this was obviously a high school book. And I think it's rated 14 and up because they, they say the F word a couple of times. There is some swearing when the parents show up at the art show. Cause I kept wondering oh, like, gosh, why I, and I forget that language oh, nice. is sometimes the reason behind um and yeah we used to have like
0: pg movies with f-bombs i know yeah and partial nudity I, like my, this would definitely be my... a pg-13
1: movie if you kept the language if, but mm-hmm. if you only had the one f-word yeah. so like i said that could be a 13 that could be a middle school book mm-hmm. um for eighth grade but anyway um so they were in high school so I, I recommended i literally pulled it out of my purse and gave it to them um and they came back the next day and said i already finished it and i said oh i gotta find you another book they're like I said, I don't, I don't know how to, I said, well, what'd you think? Cause I said, I don't know how I'm going to find another book like that. Like, it's just yeah. so amazing, you know? And they just like, it saved my life. And I, and, I, and we hadn't really talked a lot about what was going on because, um, they're really a nervous person. They're very anxious, but they were in counseling and, um, a lot I, like Ben. Yeah. A lot like Ben. And I said, I said that, so that hurts my heart a little bit that, you know, but I said, I'm glad that you, you found something that you needed. And it's like, we put books in kids' hands all the time, whether we're a parent, whether we're an educator, whether we're, you know, a community member volunteering at the library and trying to help people find books. And we never really know how that book is going to impact them. Mm -hmm. Um, So that that really stood out to me. That's awesome. Yeah. And I mean...
0: I'm sure that's uh, yeah. I'm sure it's not the only time this book has has saved someone's life.
1: I just hadn't had something like that happen to me in a really long time, and I thought maybe I'm getting better at recommending books. But I think also like, like I said, like that was that had to be God. Like I just finished this book. I still had it from the library, and most teachers probably wouldn't give a personal book that they got from the the, from the public library to a Mm -hmm. student. But I trusted them. I said I got it from the Dallas Public Library. I said, um, you know, they don't charge late fees anymore, so keep it as long as you want. And <laughs> they finished it for the night. They were a quick reader. Um, but I think about that person a lot and just, you know, they'd be graduated by now and hope they're doing okay in their journey. So, I'm sure,
0: I'm sure they, uh, when we go through hard journeys, I think it matters a lot if we have, even just one person that sees us and um shows us that they care because at the end of the day even if you have just that if your parents kick you out if you're you know if so much doesn't go your way having one person in your corner that cares about you that that can be everything
1: i also liked that um Ben doesn't tell Hannah right away in the car what was going on. And I think that kind of feeds into their anxiety and how they just couldn't really voice the words right away. Um, But I felt like that was really accurate. No, yeah, yeah, I agree. You've just been through all that. You're just, I'm in safety.
0: that's, That's all I can handle.
1: But they tell her and she asks about their pronouns. That was a good response. Yeah. So maybe a question that other people have that I've seen what is a good response to someone coming out
0: um i know for me when i first came out like at work uh one of my favorite responses was he was like oh uh what like he stuttered a little bit and kind of like tripped over his words because i guess he wasn't expecting it but then he was like congratulations wait should i say that i was like absolutely i'm really excited about it i'm really excited to be gay i
1: (laughs) i think a lot of like a good response is you know like thank you for telling me thank you especially if it's depending on how old someone is thank you for trusting me with this sure um we had a friend recently come out to us as Mm non-binary um awesome person awesome person um and yeah i was just kind of surprised just having known that person for a long time, but it didn't change, obviously, how we felt. And so I said, you know, we asked about pronouns, but we were like, thank you for telling us. And like, my favorite response is, what can I do to support you? Or what does support from me look like to you? So that, like, I know, like, for that person, they're not out to their parents. And so sometimes I'm around their parents. So to use a different name around their parents and pronouns, like, that, that's important to know. Yeah you know like i said so again
0: it goes back to the your yeah. earlier point that we don't out somebody mm-hmm. like that's really important because we should always prioritize that where that person yep. wants to come out what, those, when...
1: what that person's needs are mm-hmm. and that's that's what you want is to be supportive hopefully mm-hmm. not just accepting but supportive yeah absolutely and whether that's you know helping them buy new clothes or helping them find the right fit of pants or what, you know, whatever that is. Like, even
0: if it's just like, let me, we'll meet up at a coffee shop and just sit quietly together yeah. because you just Ginge need on caffeine
1: for a few hours mm-hmm. till we get the, get the, the jitters. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just like, um, I think about that a lot when, um, people come out to me a lot cause I've always been out at work, mm-hmm. um, as a teacher. And so a lot of times I'm like, Oh, thanks for telling me. Or like, I'll say like, Oh cool. Like, do you mind if I ask your pronouns? Because depending on the age, like to a 15-year-old, they might not have thought about their pronouns. You know? Um, it just
0: depends on where they are on
1: that journey. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and then, you know, like we were talking about earlier, sometimes that journey spans a long time. Like, I know quite a few folks who initially, you know, maybe they come out as, as gay and then you know, a few years down the line, maybe they come out as non-binary or maybe they come out as trans or, you know, sometimes certain aspects of our journeys take a little longer to either figure out or to feel safe. And you know, we just got to be there for folks. I get really, like there are very few things in this world that I'm just like, I hate this behavior. Um, actually, it seems like lately there well, have bigotry. been more. We hate bigotry. That's our number <laughs> one. And but violence. I, I I absolutely loathe gatekeeping.
1: Mm. Well, as a former journalist and now as a librarian, same-sies. same yeah.
0: Because nobody owns an identity. Nobody has to qualify to be able to use certain words. If you feel that gay describes if you feel that pan describes you, if you feel that trans describes you, if you feel that non-binary There's describes you. There's not a you. check
1: box of, what, of qualifications no. you have to meet in does order that to be that Does that feel like that
0: describes who you are? Yeah. When you use that word, does it make you feel whole and safe and at peace and joy? That's your word. Awesome, the end.
1: Like I came out when I wasn't currently dating anyone because I wanted to come out during that time and I had friends that were like, "Why don't you come out when you were dating someone?" I was like, "Cause you don't come out for other people; you come out for yourself." And so it's like, just because I was a single, first. gay, didn't mean I wasn't still gay. I was just single and ready to mingle. There you go. <laughs> and I did. I dated a lot in college. Anyway, for you. Okay. yeah, good for me. Okay, so um,
0: I, I, I can I say something? This okay, one, this is from early in the book, so I don't want to like skip over it. Um, when Ben was talking about uh. Like, kind of all these different changes to their body and and things like that. And some of the stuff they were happy with, some of it they weren't. And I was just, like, thinking about, like, that whole puberty era.
1: And we'll be right back.
0: And we're back. That's rough. It feels like an era.
1: Yeah, it does.
0: (laughs) Um, But (laughs) bodies are weird I don't care who you are how you identify all bodies are weird and I can only imagine growing up going through puberty and then some with a body that I didn't feel like completely fit who I am
1: yeah I loved that Hannah looked up what to call them instead of bro and to call them sib short for sibling I loved that and my sister actually um, found that nibbling is a gender-neutral term for nephew or niece or niece. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, because we have a son, and so she texts me one day. She's like, "I found this out, and how's my nibbling?" And I just thought that was really sweet because, you know, they're they're kids. They don't need to be so you know genderized at that point. Is that mm-hmm. a word? It's, it is now. It is now. They're well, not.
0: And like our son. You know he we kind of check in with him every once in a while on like what what he feels like gender wise and it always tends to just be i'm a boy but he loves a lot of things that quote unquote society decides are girl things like he, he still loves my little pony he loves baking Uh, he lo- yeah he loves baking he actually doesn't mind cleaning like he'll mop and do dishes and like there's a lot of those things that are like if they bring him joy Good. Great. Awesome. Just do it. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. I've been really trying to push myself in addition to like, examining some of the, the words and phrases and ways that I approach race, but I'm also trying to do that with gender. Um, and so some of the things that have been really hard for me to extinguish as far as words in my vocabulary, have been like, dude, guys and I've been trying to replace it with like folks, friend.
1: Folks is very southern, so we can get away with that. Yeah. I just try to stick to y'all. All right, y'all. Or I know, everyone but
0: like, I'll do a lot of cause like one of my friends because I tend to just slip into dude bro language sometimes. Yeah, you do. I do. And I'm like, oh dude, that's sick. And so I I've say been, lovelies.
1: Hello lovelies, let's get started. I know, but that doesn't sound like me. It doesn't sound
0: like that you. if I said hello lovelies, let's get started, you would be like, Who has taken you? <laughs> It is happening. Is it You're my higher pitched
1: voice or just my natural charm? It's your natural charm, I okay. think. Okay, but I've been trying to be like,
0: like I'll call people friend. I'll be like, yeah, okay, come on, friend, or hey, fam, um, folks. And I apparently been doing it so much that like some of my coworkers are picking up on it. And so my boss was like, I'm gonna start using friend, and I was like, okay,
1: it's
0: a word you can use. It is. I am, do not own the word friend.
1: <laughs> Um, I like that Hannah wants them to go to therapy. And Absolutely. I love how great the therapy sessions are and that the therapist is great in this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think therapy is beneficial for so many reasons.
0: Uh, therapy with the right person. Therapy with because the right person. Like we saw when Ben's parents crashed the art party. And they were like, yeah, you're going to go see our therapist. And they'll straighten you out. and
1: Like, all oh, this. After just... the restaurant, I love that Nathan Ugh. went, they're kind of accosted at the end. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, I want to meet him. I want to meet their friend. And it was like, no, that's what we don't want. Yeah, we don't want that. We don't want you to meet um him. But he, you know, Nathan's Nathan was great. polite. Great oh, sport. I love Nathan. We talked about him. He's just so great from the beginning. And I knew there was like a...
0: A vibe. There was a
1: vibe and it was kind of a slow burn, but I think too, because Ben was dealing with so much of their anxiety, mm-hmm. um, with the situation and was dealing with the parent issue and was trying to figure out what they were going to do after school. And so when they finally tell Nathan and he's just like, wow, you had all this stuff going on and you didn't, you know, that kind of like stress. Yeah. And,
0: and I loved it that Ben, actually, this was the case with several characters It was a case with Hannah when she wasn't immediately told that Ben was non-binary. This was a case with Nathan. But multiple characters that were close to and important to Ben didn't do that thing that you sometimes see in books and movies where they're all like, I'm hurt that you didn't tell me your big secret. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's not about you. It is about that person. And when they feel safe, then, you know, then you're welcome. Like this is, this is
1: their thing to tell. I liked that Nathan actually said that he felt bad for misgendering them.
0: hmm I love that. And that's why because, he wished he'd known. Because no one no one asked Nathan to to say that. Like no one was guilting Nathan. But because of how genuinely Nathan cares for Ben, Nathan wasn't like Nathan was like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe you know that I have been feeding into this, not I'm hurt because you didn't tell me, but like, Oh gosh, now that I think about it, cause it's not Nathan's fault. Nathan didn't know, but Nathan also realizes the harm that he inadvertently caused to Ben. And I think that's a lot about how we, the key to how we approach each other is you have humility in coming to someone. It's not about your feelings or your pride. It's about humility, And then curiosity. Hey, I want to know more about you. Can you tell me more about that? Because that's kind of the key, right? If you don't know about something, you don't know about it. So, okay, cool. Can I find out more about that? How can I support you? Like you were saying. Or um, are there resources I should look up so I can learn more about this? Because the impetus shouldn't be on that person that has those identities to educate everybody around them. That's exhausting. Mm -hmm. So kind of... Being able to say, "Hey, listen, this is a great resource. Go check it out. You can learn a lot." And I, and I, if I remember correctly, Nathan did do. Was it Nathan that did do research on it? Because he was like, "I wanna, I wanna." I can't remember what he said, but he was like, "I wanna, wanna better support you, or, or something." I think so. I don't. Know, it was like he was changing some of his vocabulary or something like that.
1: Um, I didn't write it down. Well, because at I the I end they were like boyfriend doesn't sound right. Mm-hmm. So what do they, do they agree on partner? No, my person, my person. I love yeah. that. Um, cause I call you my person sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. So, um,
0: I, okay. So I did want to, um, in, I've read a few articles about this, like when it's talking about some cisgendered straight folks using Gender affirming care and framing things like, um, you know, middle aged dudes taking testosterone—that's gender affirming
1: care. Uh Are women and during menopause taking estrogen? Mm-hmm. Gender affirming care or even like, um, I think I first ran into what about this... pregnancy hormones.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. And I and I think I first ran into this next thing, uh, actually from I think a stand up comedian that's trans, and I wish to goodness I could remember their name because they're really funny but they were talking about everybody here. Think about like, you know, addressing the audience, think about a part of your body that you're not a fan of, like that you wish you could change. And like every, that's a unifying concept. Everybody has something that they would change. Maybe it's, I want my hair to be curly or I want it to be straight. I want to be thinner. I want bigger pecs. I want like whatever it is that you wish you could change to better reflect in the mirror who you believe you are, who you feel you are, who you are, everybody can get on board with that concept. And I loved the way that they did that because it was like, look to your left, look to your right, like everyone in this audience feels that way. How is, I'm trying to remember, it's been years now, but they were a, a trans man, I believe, if I remember correctly, I believe that's correct um and I and they were you know talking about that that concept and they're like for me so that my body reflects who I am this is you know kind of how I approach things which is 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 really brave and nobody should have to do that nobody should have to out what gender affirming care they have sought and if you have like no specific thing like if you you don't have to take hormones. You don't have to have like top or bottoms or you don't have to do any of those things to still be non-binary, to still be trans, to still identify in whatever way you identify. Um, and I, I think I think our society, especially here in the States, gets so gunked up with qualifying everything mm-hmm. and gatekeeping everything because the sense of entitlement for people who Mm -hmm. meet those
1: qualifications Mm -hmm.
0: and then frequently weaponizing those labels against people
1: um speaking of weaponizing uh let's talk about their parents (laughs) um the chat at the restaurant i was back around to that they say they think he's confused, mm. and they use. The, they mm. were saying there for a minute, like I the dad know. did. And then they jumped, and right then off that they wagon. just spun right back around. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, "What's happening?" Like, because he because he, the dad, was saying gender affirming things, and yeah, and like they were trying. It sounded hopeful. Sounded hopeful, and then Ben was saying something else, and that you know, he wasn't going to go to college. I think it was the college comment. And then they just totally were like, "No, you're coming with us, son." And it was all that. But then when they showed it for the art show, he, 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 the dad didn't say like, "Son" and all that stuff. So he thought, well, maybe they are improving within the when Hannah showed up. But I was, I was grateful that that was realistic. Yeah. Because so often you're like, "Oh, it's the showdown," and it's like, "Guys, let's talk quietly in the corner or go outside and yell, and no one sees." <laughs> and it's like, "No, like I want to I want to see that moment for her because." I don't think we know why she left at that point. Uh, yeah, I, I can't... don't think so. I think we find out after. Maybe I think we find was, out after we were wondering for the longest yeah, time. Yeah, I think we find out
0: after because he sees. Um... Yeah, that's right. Because uh, the dad raised his hand like he was gonna slap her. Yeah, he
1: sees her and like lifts his hand up, and Ben really notices and was like, "There's a lot whoa. more animosity between mm-hmm. Hannah and their dad than they thought," mm-hmm. and so. Um, yeah I just um, the fact that she would just show up and not be invited was was wrong yeah
0: did we ever like speaking of showing up and not being invited did we ever find out for sure if Ben's parents really did show up that night had that
1: first like anxiety attack we don't find out that
0: okay I mean it honestly doesn't matter whether it was real or whether it wasn't it's so real to Ben and I mean <clears throat> I uh, I used to suffer from panic attacks like a lot like they were debilitating and the, br- ruined my life for a while and um it's it doesn't matter whether or not things are real or simply perceived the way that your body reacts is if they are real like it it that part um i really identified with that and it was really heavy um it's (laughs) i hate the way society frequently downplays anxiety like it's just like a thing you just get over oh i'm
1: just feeling anxious like no anxiety is an actual mental illness it is and it can be
0: incredibly debilitating and you know the way that you work on it or care for yourself can look very different depending on maybe what triggers you have or what stressors you have. Um, and, uh, I really did like the way that they kind of approached it in therapy. The therapist like felt like, you know, she was like this really safe space. I was like, Hey, here's some medicine that we can try. Mm-hmm. Low uh, dose. Mm-hmm. And, um, I did appreciate too that, that Ben, they kind of talked about how the medicine made them feel.
1: Um, and because, the reminder not to drink said medicine, uh-huh. and don't feel that peer pressure. That one's hard. That, that is one's hard. hard because you're already
0: you're, in you're already school, anxious. You're, you're waiting anxious. for the
1: medicine to kick in. You yeah. It. Uh, you're around a boy that you probably like, and then that big jerk one was
0: like, I don't even remember that character's name. I'd be like, Armour no, no, bro, take your hand off me. Yeah. Yeah, go pop your collar. Pop. I don't know if kids still do that, but on and off. On and off.
1: Did you have anything else? Um, I I
0: absolutely loved the moment uh, where Nathan first took Ben up on the roof. Oh and it was yeah. so beautiful. It was like this little sanctuary for them, and I thought it was interesting the way eventually when you're you know talking to Nathan's mom, how Nathan's mom is like. Oh, I just, it feels so dangerous. I don't want you to fall. Like she's so worried. And yet she still allows this to happen because she understands the importance of it for Ken, for lula, Ke- I can't talk. She understands the importance of it for Nathan, for her mm-hmm. son. And I thought that was such a beautiful example to, to include because it's a, kind of a metaphor for like how you approach your queer child, right? And it's such a stark contrast between Nathan's mother versus Ben's parents. Because Nathan's mother says, I see you. I may not get it, but I love you and I support you. And I, I want you to be safe. But I also know, I can see what helps you and what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. So here you go. Do it. Please be careful. Whereas obviously we've seen the way that Ben's parents approach, you know, Ben's journey and and where they are. Um, and I may have been something small, but I really appreciated the inclusion of that relationship. I would have loved to have seen more, but I, I think um, we saw enough to truly appreciate just the just kind of sprinkled in.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I know. I love how they're like, they were thinking that, oh, he definitely weren't alone in his room. Woo! <laughs> I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, um, also uh,
0: really, really identified with Ben on the whole changing rooms thing. Yeah, I, that was
1: on my list to mention. I hate trying on
0: clothes. My, like, my, the, my least favorite thing to do is go bra shopping. We were just talking about that the other day, that it's going to be time to go again. And my ideal situation is grab one and run, question mark. Mm. Not to steal it, just to quickly check out and have as little of an interaction as possible. Do you, like, stand possible. in the
1: aisle trying it on over your clothes?
0: No, I want it to not touch my body and then get home and it <laughs> just fits
1: oh that's that's, that's okay the, that's the so you situation. online shop but in person yes okay yes
0: and then in generally i get home and i don't like what happened
1: my thing and this bothers me a lot when i'm at an establishment it's usually a restaurant and they have two bathrooms single-use mm-hmm. bathrooms mm-hmm. why is there a need to label one male and one female so so often because there's this one place in dallas i used to go all the time for brunch The woman's restroom was always full, and it's like five minutes, and it's like I have to pee. I've had three cups of coffee, Mm -hmm. so I went into the male bathroom, and I kind of felt a little rebellious and excited, and And, and it was still clean. Oh, it was clean. It was clean. My question, because it was a great, yeah. Generally speaking, (laughs) yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. The the quote-unquote men's restroom is,
1: but and I thought, and I came out of it, and there was a lady waiting for the female restroom, and I was like, she's like, you kind of looked at me, and I was like. Made a face and walked out like I shrugged like whatever. If you My weight, bladder like, is happy now. Yeah. Wouldn't you like to be fulfilled? Yeah, or unfulfilled? Well, Ooh. empty. Uh, that sounds. Weird. Wouldn't you like to empty your bladder empty. as well? Okay, there you go. <laughs> I tried to make that into something that it, it, shouldn't it have didn't. Been. Yeah, yeah, it didn't land. It's okay.
0: Um, I did love the discussion around kind of labels and the binary and while there are folks that don't necessarily identify as any specific label and that's completely valid there is also a very real like difference between identifying as a lack of something versus identifying as something that society is refusing to to kind Mm. of allow you to name um i also appreciated the way that discussion went as far as um like wouldn't it be great if one day we didn't have a mm-hmm. binary we didn't and we didn't need these things because everyone is just allowed to be who they are and that's accepted and celebrated and wonderful but we're not there yet so we need to approach and appreciate language that is affirming for folks and that describes who they are. And I'm sorry, but uh, people use they, them to to refer to a single person all the time. One of my favorite examples was like, Hey, by the way, Anna, we're going to have a plumber come over later and you don't know if this plumber is a man or a woman and you say, all right, I'll let them in. Like, That's it's literally that easy. It is literally that easy. It's the same as easy as
1: opening a door for the plumber.
0: It's as easy as opening the door for the plumber that has been properly vetted and is safe, and you don't have to worry about that part. Awesome.
1: Well, let's move on to our rating. Do you have to think that hard? No, I, just, <laughs> I was e- making
0: sure I checked off all the boxes on this my list. This is
1: like uh, checking off boxes. I'm checking off boxes, um,
0: but I'm not qualifying people's labels. Right, it's just talking labels.
1: points. <laughs> I, um, this was an easy five star, five mm-hmm. rainbows for me. I say stars a lot because of Goodreads, and I, this is a reread for me. Well, this was a great
0: read, so it's. Five Glittering Rainbows for me,
1: too. So I gave it five stars last um, time I read it on Goodreads, and so I would give it five glittering rainbows. I just think um, the book is so important, and there's a quote on the cover from um, young adult author Becky Ebertali, and um, part of the quote says this book will save lives. And I absolutely know that firsthand, and so I – if you, if you have not read it or if you are thinking about reading it or you, you, know, you know someone, check it out at your library, go to your local independent bookstore, um, Amazon it. I mean, get it in your hands. It's, uh, it's fantastic. Um, all right. Well, moving on. Um, our next August book is She Gets the Girl by Rachel Lippincott and her wife, Allison Derek. Her wife? She wrote a book with her wife. So um, wait, is that a hint? Am I supposed to write a book with you? Oh gosh, could you imagine? Oh, he, her use of commas, guys, it'd be rough. See, I did, I just did it, guys, I just did it, read it. Uh, her, her her use of commas, y'all. I mean, there you I'd go. be putting them in all the time, like. Listen, I either overuse or underuse commas. So sorry, <laughs> I've educated you here and there. You have, but You've if given you don't write resources. a lot, if you don't write a lot, yeah, yeah. So we're excited for that book. Okay, until then, we're all queer here. Absolutely.